Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hey, good morning, Meredith. Good to see you. Good to see you as well. Um, how did you enjoy Bachelorette Overtime last night? Yeah, the, the overtime did not bother me as much as it seems to be bothering you, because I guess I was, I was uh, watching. I had caught up in real time, so I, I barely noticed that we went over a little bit. How, how, how far over the two-hour time limit did we actually go? We went 15 minutes. You know, I'm starting to pack up my things, get ready to go to bed. Jesse Palmer comes on my screen and says, we got special permission from ABC to go over because this is some important stuff we have to get to. Well, that's because their 10 o'clock show generally sucks, you know, especially since Michael Bolton left it. But uh, Lily the dog was getting restless because about 10 o'clock is when she needs to go for the walk. And uh, she was ready to go. I give her that. You know, Jesse Palmer keeps asking, like, how is this show going to end? And I keep asking... When is this show going to end? Because apparently next week's episode is three hours long. We only have one guy left for each Bachelorette. How is this going to take three hours? Well, don't we have to have the ring maker come on and uh, do his little shtick uh, with the rings? That'll take a good 15 minutes. And then probably the last hour is going to have all the guys back again? Question no, mark? That's, no, that's not the men tell all gone no guys coming back we will only see tino and eric supposedly but i'm assuming it looks like tino and rachel have broken up post show is my guess well so just just for our listeners who are not watchers we're now at a point now where our two bachelorettes are down to one guy each tino is with rachel and Eric is with Gabby, but drama is still unfolding in that there seem to be issues occurring with both of them at the end of last night's episode. Eric, who, you know, there just doesn't seem to be something clicking to me between Eric and Gabby. There's, they just don't seem to connect. That's my opinion. Um, Eric is basically saying, yeah, it's, this is great. I think we should date for a while, not necessarily get engaged and uh, hang out and see which where things go. Very logical. Which is sort of normal for normal people. But like in Bachelor Land, that almost feels like saying, I think we should date other people. I don't know. In, in Bachelor Land, if you, if you don't get, in, you know, getting engaged is sort of like dating in Bachelor Land. Yeah. It's, I've said this before. I think we need to move away from the engagement. Like the show would be about, five hours shorter if there were no engagements at the end because there wouldn't be all this drama about whether or not people are proposing. Well, I, I agree with you, but I, I suspect the ABC brass does not want it to be five hours shorter because they're probably selling more commercials for this than their dopey other shows. Well, let's get into some highs. Okay. I have just a few. First, I liked how Avon handled Big Tony. I, I personally would be nervous to meet Big Tony if I was dating Rachel. And he seemed like he did really well, like good conversationalist, didn't seem like he was too nervous. Like, Avon's just a good guy to bring home to the parents. And to be fair, Tino seemed like he did well with Big Tony, too. Big Tony didn't seem as intimidating this season. Well, I, 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 I 
think that Avon did well. I keep wanting to call him Navin, but Avon, I think, uh, did well. And um, he, and he does just seem like a good guy, good all-around guy. You know, for a highlight, I just wrote down, give me more Big Tony. You know, when, when it's time to do Godfather 4, we need to get a role for Big Tony in that movie because he, he looks like he came straight out of Mafia Casting 101. So I, I, I enjoyed me some Big Tony. Well, who do you like more, Big Tony or Grandpa John? There is a correct answer here. You're going to say Grandpa John. That's fine. I, I like them both. I, I had both of them down as, uh, as highlights. When we get Big Tony, when we get Grandpa John, who is uh, on the family date with Gabby, um, you know, and he's, you know, he's such a loving guy and just wants the best for Gabby, and he's getting all emotional. You know, he's a sweet guy, sweet old guy. Grandpa John always puts a smile on my face, and he's very funny. He was like, oh, I know Eric. He's a dick, but I like him anyhow. That's, that's what he said when he found out Gabby was bringing Eric to meet them. It was funny. And he, and he, and he might be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, Eric is not giving me warm vibes. I mean, he just he, – he looks to me like – Oh, I won. Uh oh, <laughs> what? What? You know, he's the dog that's chasing the car. I caught the car. What do I do now? He's got this look on his face of uh oh. I'm not sure where we go from here. Yeah, I I still don't really get it between him and Gabby, but I am trying to be supportive because of how much I like Gabby. I I, I like Gabby too. I do, and I want her to be happy. I, I I think when it comes down to it, he is. N- my 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 predictions and we haven't got to the prediction portion of the podcast not that we always do predictions but uh if if eric ends up with gabby and tino ends up with rachel i would say eric is eventually going to break up with gabby and rachel's eventually going to break up with tino we ain't going to see no weddings here i'm yeah i agree so anyway but i we, we digress what other highlights do you have my last highlight is um, right before Tino got to meet Rachel's family, they sat down to talk, just the two of them. And she goes, are you feeling sweaty today? And that just made me laugh because Tino was very, very sweaty last week. Yeah. And, and I just, and he just looks, I don't trust Tino either. I don't know. Tino just is just a little too slick for me. Maybe it's part of the, maybe the sweat makes me think he's slick, but I don't know. He he just, I I don't trust Tino. I don't trust Tino either. So I, we'll get into that. I I trust Avon. I mean, Avon seems like a good guy. Anyway, uh, I, this is going to be very, this, I, this, this sounds stupid, I was impressed with Gabby's hair. She looked like she came straight off the Dancing with the Stars uh, show, which apparently she's going to be on. And she had new curly hair. It looked I thought it looked very, very nice. It was a lot, lot fluffier than her usual look. Yeah, it's very big and very curly. Rachel's hair also looked different. She looked very different to me last night in the live portion of the show. I don't know what was different. Like maybe it was darker. She her hair looked darker, her skin looked tanner. Yeah. She looked very different to me. She looked like she had a good tan. Um, so I, I don't know what she's been. I, I she guess also she, looked very pissed the whole night. Well, it was, it was watching that stuff back. I mean, I don't, I don't even like to see pictures of myself. Watching videos of myself going through this crap, I, I think would be upsetting to me. So I, <laughs> I, I, I give her that. Um, 
and I'm, I'm, I don't know where you're going to put this. I thought the way Zach handled himself um, and recognizing um, that things were not going to go further with Rachel, as much as it broke his Zach heart, uh, you know, he pulled, he pulled Rachel aside at the rose ceremony. This was the incredibly dramatic thing that Jesse Palmer said that we needed to settle down and wait a week for. Uh, Which was not dramatic at all. No, Rachel not. did not even cry, and Rachel cries about everything. I, yeah, I think Rachel was looking for an excuse to get rid of Zach and seemed very happy to let Zach walk himself out which he, he pretty much did. He sort of pulled her aside and said, uh, look, it just seems like things were not clicking uh, uh, when we had our, our overnight date and you know, just things just seemed weird and off and, and I'm there, but I'm not sure you're there. And basically she seemed to agree and, and he said, I guess I need to go. And she, and and, and she seemed to take offense at this at some point in time, like like Zach had had questioned her character. Yeah, yeah. I I I I thought she was a little out of line there. I thought she was out of line a lot during the show last night. She like every time there was a breakup happening, she somehow managed to twist it to be the victim and blame Zach or Avon. And then during the live portion, like managed to twist it enough that both of these men are coming out and like apologizing to her. And I'm like, I think you owe both of them an apology. I think Rachel was in the wrong for both these breakups. I, t- I tend to agree with that. And, um, yeah, you know, the, it, it seemed to me that, um, uh, you know, I, I guess if I was coming back onto the show, I, I, you're, you're trying to make peace. You're not looking for an argument. You want to look like a good guy. You're not going to come in and say, boy, you treated me like crap. Uh, but they they were certainly overly apologetic. So uh, yeah, just, just, just sort of seems strange there. And, you know, question for you. When these guys go to the Meet the Family, they always have flowers. Where do they get these flowers? Is that something that the producers say, hey, take these flowers, or are they just really all sensitive guys there? No, the producers are giving them everything. Even And, and uh, Avon gave uh, uh, Big Tony a cigar. You know, so, I mean, it looked like he was thinking a little out of the box and uh, being a little sensitive. Yeah, he's a thoughtful guy. Yeah, so... Do you have any other highs? I have no other highs. Okay, me either. Let's get into the meat of this, the lows. So my first low was how Rachel seemed very fake sad about Zach leaving. You know, she was just pretending to care, and it really rubbed me the wrong way because you could see Zach was very unwell. He really loved Rachel and, like, saw her as a future partner. And Rachel is like, Oh, Zach, you're like a smashed bug on the windshield of my love sto- love story. I do not care about you. Yeah, and and you know, I just go back to their last date. They seem to be having such a good time until the nighttime portion of the date. I mean, they were hanging out, sort of joking around. They just seemed they seemed to be very well connected, and and I I. I guess that spark just was not there for Rachel, even though 
Zach, to me, appears like you know a, a pretty clean cut All American. This is the guy that you'd want to to bring home, you know. But you know, to to each his own. Yeah. Um, I also didn't like that we had to watch Rachel and Gabby's live reactions to the show. I don't think if this is ever something that they've made the lead do where they have to sit there for the entirety of the two hours and 15 minutes. And they, you know, have to sit there super stiff, like good posture in your fancy dress with full hair and makeup with a camera on you catching your every reaction and like just watching little Rachel's head in the bottom left screen of my corner, she just looks so pissed off the whole time. It didn't look like during either the Avon part or the Tino part that she was watching her like current fiance on screen. She didn't seem amused to see either of them. I, I guess I, I noticed a little box. Actually, the, the mom came down and watched her a little bit and was confused why their pictures were there. And I was trying to explain, well, I guess it's sort of a live show. I don't know how live it is. It was taped live. I don't know if it's actual live live. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it was strange. And as I said, I don't envy them having to relive this crap on, on tape. And, you know, it, it, it uh, must be, must be a challenge for them. There were also parts when it looked like Gabby was about to doze off. Yeah, I didn't notice that, but okay. It was funny. I was watching the little box more than the t- the show sometimes. All right, what else you got? Um, Rachel being mad at Avon because he isn't a hundred percent ready to propose in five days, but he is sure about his feelings, and he knows he wants to do it at some point in the future, and sees that with her, but she's still pissed. Yeah, and and you know she's saying, "Why are you yelling at me?" And and I don't, you know, they were they were certainly having a a discussion. I didn't think there was any yelling going on. I thought that was sort of silly. Um, you know, she, and I put down as a low light the uh, friend Nate, uh, Rachel's friend Nate, who was there because it it seemed like. The Inquisition that I guess Nate, and I guess that was Rachel's sister? Who was the girl that was with Nate? I think it's another friend. Okay. The two friends are, are you know, they're, they're sort of getting into the, the semantics of, of, you know, are you in love or falling in love? Are you, you know, ready to be engaged now or blah, blah, blah. And it just seemed like I, I, Avon's heart was true. His intentions are true. And... Just because of a few words, things are getting mangled all over the place that lead to this spiraling of it ain't going to work out with Rachel. Because it seems to me that she's more concerned about leaving here with an engagement than she is with a long-term partner. Yeah, she doesn't care who's getting down on one knee as long as she's getting a ring on her finger. Damn it, I'm getting engaged. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, it's like, it doesn't matter who, but I damn well better get engaged or I failed at being the bachelorette. Bring Meatball back. I don't care. Bring somebody back. Yeah, it's not a good look for Rachel. Like, I do understand her perspective of, like, going in talking to her family before Avon gets there. You know, being so confident, saying, like, we've had a conversation, he's 100% ready to propose, and then him saying something a bit different. I think that would embarrass me if I were in that situation. But, like, after the conversation, I feel like that would have made me feel better, that, like, he's still on the same page, like, he's ready for a proposal. It's just, like, does it have to be 
five days from now. I think the feelings and the sincerity is a bit more important there. And I don't think that we've ever questioned Avon's sincerity and, and uh, his intentions. Um, right. So, so I, um, I agree with you there. So I, I, I did feel like uh, Rachel's friends probably went overboard in, in the way they were questioning uh, uh, Avon and, and, you know, I, Things got things got turned sideways. Bad bad news for Avon. Very bad news for Avon. Um, my last high is low. I thought low. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this is a low. My last low is um, during Tino's meet the parents. He, you know, the parents find out that Tino's parents didn't like Rachel, and so Big Tony asks Tino like. What happened at your hometown? Like, why didn't they like Rachel? And he's like, yeah, that was a surprise to me too, but I'm not really sure why. Like, my dad and I only talked about sports. Like, what on earth? This seems a bit questionable if this is the only time that Tino's going to get to see his family before potentially getting engaged. You would think maybe they would want to discuss Rachel. Well, maybe he means historically they they just talk about sports. You know, your brother and I talk a lot about sports. You know, every now and then I try to drop some fatherly wisdom on him. But, uh, you know, we talk a lot about sports. Yeah, but I got the vibe that they were talking about sports during the hometown date. Well, you know, if you take a guy that and take away all of his uh, media contact, you might be saying, you know, how's my favorite team doing? Who's in the playoffs? You know, so on and so forth. So, uh, you know, but he, he might needed a- instead should be saying – what do you think about this girl that I'm going to propose to in three weeks? Well, you probably should ask that question too. Yeah. All right. That's all my lows. Yeah. I think, I think we sort of got mine. The only other low I'll throw out is just Jesse Palmer, you know, you know, continuing to tell us that this is the most dramatic finale and the most dramatic everything in history of the world. And um, I just, I can't take him seriously, and I cringe when I see him, and he just makes me angry. So, Jesse Palmer, come on. let's. We need a change here. Bring back Tasha. Bring back somebody. Yeah, Tasha and Caitlin. Um, my right reason, I'm giving it to Gabby because she's just, you know, she's so sweet and sincere with her family about Eric and her feelings. Like, you can tell how much love she has for her family and how much she wants Eric to accept her and accept her family. Like she just she's a breath of fresh air compared to all the Rachel crap we got this week. And I love Gabby. We didn't actually really talk about the last fifteen minutes of the show now that I'm thinking of it. What happened? Oh, the whole Eric uh not not necessarily wanting to get engaged. Yeah. So that was a little dramatic on Gabby's part, but Whatever, I'm still right reason for Gabby. Well, I, I I hear what you're saying, and 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 certainly Gabby comes off as a much more she comes off as much more real. Yeah, you, know, you know, we we are I think are certainly we're we're getting the feeling that Rachel's been a little bit of a facade, a bachelorette facade here, and we don't really know what she wants. I don't know if she knows what she wants. Uh, other than damn it, I'm getting engaged, or this whole thing has been a failure. Um, and, and Gabby seems more real and sincere. I I do worry that she's trying to talk herself into Eric, 
at this point in time because just when they're together, I just don't really see the sparks there. I don't know. I, I, I don't see the that great a connection. You know, Eric just seems a little uh, – and, and Eric is the one who's we, – when we did our family visit to Eric's family, his father is uh, – has terminal cancer is not in good shape and and that's that's a downer he's made the decision to be on the show um but uh you know, that could be playing into his mindset as well who knows yeah i agree with that i've said this before but i think that there's probably some like inner workings that eric's thinking this is like my dad's met gabby my dad's approved of gabby probably won't get another chance to do that with another woman like so I'll marry her. Yeah. Yeah. Or engage, get proposed, get engaged. Right. 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 Well, for, for right reason, initially I had down Zach, but after watching the whole episode, I guess I'm, I have to go with Avon in that, uh, he, he just seemed to be more selfless, more, uh, focused on, uh, the bachelorette he was pursuing, Rachel. Uh, I, I just think he was on the show for the right reasons, uh, handled himself well. So I, uh, I, I just thought he's marriage material and, and it was a mistake for Rachel to, to dismiss him the way that she did. I understand how it went down, but again, I, I sort of felt like she was looking for reasons I'm not sure I believe her when she says that he was going to be the one. I don't know. No, Tina was always going to be the one for me. So, um, so anyway, Avon, you you handled yourself well. We salute you. Uh, you know, in our hearts, you were you should have been the winner. I, of course, getting engaged isn't always mean you're a winner, but you should have been the last man standing. He might be the secret winner for dodging the bullet that is Rachel. And, and who knows he, what twists and turns await us in, in next week's show. Maybe, maybe he'll be back. Who knows? Maybe, maybe that I, I do think that there's a chance, like my prediction here for Rachel, she gets engaged to Tino. And then in their happy couple visits post-show, we get recordings of like, you're lying straight to my face. Why did you do what you did? Like Rachel really mad at Tino. I think that they break up and I think there is a chance that Rachel tries to get back with Avon. Well, and I keep waiting for, for Nate to ride in on a white horse and rescue Gabby. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens next week there. No, I'm hoping that we see Nate next week, but I am hoping it's for a bachelor announcement. I guess we'll find that out next week as well. That's what Jesse says, but he's been known to lie to us before. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I'm with you. So who's, My, uh, who's, the, who's the MVP this week? Well, how about I give you a wrong reason? Okay. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm, I missed. Go ahead. Wrong reason. This is probably obvious. It's got to be Rachel. You know, she's spiraling the whole week about Avon not wanting to get engaged, even though he is ready and, She's acting like Avon's breaking up with her when he's just saying he's not ready for the engagement. And the whole, like, she's just so cold towards Zach and their breakup. Didn't care at all. And we've, we've discussed this before. She just wants to be engaged. Doesn't care who's giving her the ring. 
And I didn't like that she's twisting everything around to play the victim, making the men apologize to her. I just don't think that she really handled anything well this week. I, I think that's a good choice. Uh, I'd written down Rachel, but I'd also written down Rachel's friend, Nate. He's a troublemaker. <laughs> and I think that he is the one that sort of uh, started the whole uh, Avon situation and and just, you know, he, he sort of came across as, you know, some sort of uh, attorney in, in a, a, law, a court of law trying to play backwards saying, well, you said it this, why did you say that? And and uh, he just looked like he was playing gotcha to me. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to say that uh, uh, Nate did not help Rachel in this situation. And, and therefore, he is the wrong reason for me this week. Okay, that's fine. We both know it's really Rachel, though. No, no you said Rachel. So I wanted to go a little bit different. My MVP of the week is Avon. This man did nothing wrong. He is a pure heart, pure soul. Big Avon fan. You know, he he has the feelings. He's very genuine. Seems like he'd be a great husband. Very hot. Very normal. And um, breaking news, but I might be joining Team Avon for Bachelor. Okay. As opposed to Team Nate? As opposed to Team Nate. I Yeah, I just feel like Avon's got more of an it factor than Nate does. And he doesn't have the baggage of, you know, cheating. That we know of. Well, yeah, I, I even, you know, very marriage material, very appropriate. I'm not sure he's got enough character to uh, carry off the show as the bachelor, but uh, that's that, the point of the bachelor. They're very bland. Okay. Well then, then he would probably fill the bill. And uh, I also seem to recall that uh after their overnight uh, date, uh, Rachel said that he was the full package with her tasseled hair. So it sounds like uh, he's the full package. And there we go. Do you have so, any fatherly advice to wrap us up? A couple things. I, something that Big Tony said to, to Avon struck with me. He, I guess Avon was the first gentleman that uh, came a calling with Rachel and uh, big Tony said, there'll be a different guy sitting in that chair tomorrow. Why should I remember you and not him? And I, I, I work with businesses. And one of the things that we always tell folks is you have to show why you are unique. And I'm not sure how this relates to fatherly advice, but in relationships, but just when you're, if you're managing your career You've got to show what you're doing different. What is your competitive advantage over other people? What sets you apart from other people? So go ahead and shout that out when you're talking to people. This is like the Entrepreneur Exchange now. Yeah, well, and you can can hear that on the the Mesh Podcast Network. But also, again, and I think I might have said this uh, last week, the the whole normalcy of relationships and timing where, you know, it's, we really shouldn't. Yeah, this is The Bachelor. I understand how it works. We're supposed to get somebody engaged. Uh, obviously, that's what Rachel's goal is. But in real life, you know, let's spend some time with people. It's okay to date people, get to know them before you get engaged. Uh, you know, Avon and I guess even Eric sort of sound like normal guys 
that, uh, hey, you know, before we do something, before we get engaged, we should actually spend a little bit more time getting to know one another. Now, as you and I, uh, people who have watched this silly show for many years know, getting engaged on The Bachelor is not, it's not really a real engagement in that uh, a lot of things can happen after, after that engagement. So, you know, that ring is almost a dating ring to me, but apparently these guys didn't get that memo. No, they didn't, but I support them either way. You know, and my final piece of advice, uh, don't believe anything Jesse Palmer has to say, you know, he's, He's a big, he's a big fat liar. This is not the most dramatic episode of all time, um, you know, you know. So, so unless something totally insane happens, actually, we, we should never again trust Jesse Palmer. I know he even lies about how long the shows are now. Yeah, big liar. He's dead to us. All right, we'd like to thank The Mesh for hosting our podcast. And if you like what you're hearing, feel free to give us a five star rating and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And join us next week as we discuss the second part of the finale from the right perspective and my dad's.